Welcome to the Hog Market Talk podcast with professional ag marketing. Come here to get fresh updates on what's happening week to week within the Lean Hog Complex. Trading commodity futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. And remember to visit swineweb.com, an excellent resource for information in the pork industry, where you can also find this podcast. This is your host, Mike Miner. Let's crush it. Today is February 28th. I've got Pat with us here today. How's it going, Pat? Good, Mike. How are you today? Very good. Well, let's uh, take a fundamental picture here of uh, the hog market. And what do you want to talk about today, Pat? Well, uh, let's start with what's going on here in the in the spot market this week. And we continue to, um, I think, enjoy, perhaps I should say, better than forecasted um, uh, cutout values here. Um, a little bit lower on this afternoon's print here on on Wednesday afternoon as as we record this podcast, uh, a buck fifty three lower, but still above that ninety dollar mark. Uh, so, cutout, um, you know, from a historical perspective, has performed pretty well uh, so far this this calendar year, and uh, you know it's had a little bit of volume associated with it, particularly in the belly complex is is the one that that kind of moves the, the the composite around. Uh, pretty aggressively here here recently, but you know overall has performed quite well, and so I, I think that observation is an important one, and we can dive a little bit deeper in the demand side of things too. But 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 maybe uh, we should also talk a little bit of uh, Mike about what's going on from a supply side perspective, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know for the first uh, uh, eight weeks of this calendar year. Uh, been a couple percent higher than a year ago, slightly more than what the hog and pig report would have forecasted, and a pretty interesting time. We went from, you know, hogs being uh, backed up, inventory being uh, 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 burdensome, space being tight, all of those things in the month of December. Um, really, so far, the only bout of, of challenging uh, winter weather for, for 10 days or so to start off the new year. Um, and since then, have have uh, have really uh, quite aggressively been been harvesting uh, hogs here, and 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 really, a, if if weights are any indication, uh, got the industry pretty darn current here pretty quick. And so there's a been a lot of discussion about, geez, you see what isoines are trading at? Significant bump here in the last 30 days. The hog market, the the live market, uh, fat market is has also. Um, accelerated uh, appreciated uh, rapidly um, we, we've we've uh, we had some, close to some 2.7 million harvest weeks there the last couple of weeks of January start to tail off here in Feb as you'd expect from a seasonal perspective and we say all of that just to just to try to make some observation about what's going on in the supply side of things there is reason perhaps to be concerned here as again as we kind of run a, a couple percent more than than a year ago, and again, slightly more than what was forecast in the hog and pig report. If those numbers continue, um, we should start to, again, be a little bit concerned about a few more uh, underlying supply there than maybe than maybe what was forecasted. I tend to think that that side of the equation is probably quite manageable, um, and I don't think that we're going to, to get into uh, significant more supplies uh, relative to forecast, those, those sorts of things. And in fact, if anything, um, you know, as we get into the, you know, through the month of March and into the month of April, we may start seeing the first effects of some uh, breeding stock liquidation that, that appeared to be occurring uh, at the beginning of last summer. And so, so we'll see how that plays out as we get into that 
that April, May, May timeframe. But, you know, Mike, I think the real story is, is what's going on the demand side of the equation. We talked about $90 plus cutout, and that's with a $1.50 lower day today. Um, you know, really uh, quite pleased with, with how, how uh, the pork uh, carcass composite cutout has, has performed here for a while. Um, and it's certainly a combination of things that are happening here. First of all, we have uh, we still maintain some some significantly higher box beef values, uh, not only year over year, but certainly compared to the you know, previous uh, three year average. And and tighter beef supplies, few more. Uh, you know, cattle on feed report showed a little bit more inventory placed in the feedlots here, but you know, semi annual cattle on feed report that came out a couple of weeks ago uh, at the end of January there indicated, um, you know, another three or four percent drop in supply as, as we go forward here. And so so beef supplies are tight, not just here in the U.S., but globally. Uh, pork supplies, um, we are forecasting to get tighter as we go forward here. And that, too, not just here in the U.S., but uh, certainly some indications that, that uh, there's been some uh, herd liquidation in China as well as some systemic liquidation taking place in the European Union. So from a hog producer's perspective, you like how things are setting up from the supply side. We had some real nice, um, consistent performance, improving performance um, month over month as we went through calendar year 2023 on pork exports. Uh, culminated with the last data that we have in December, uh, represented over 25% of our of our supply went for exports, and certainly a, a success story there, led by by Mexico. But recently, on some of this weekly shipment data that we've seen, we've also seen a, a nice uptick in volume uh, going into China as well. And so, you know, we're we're optimistic that we can maintain some strength on the demand side of the equation on on uh, on on exports there. And, and so I, I think that tells a, a pretty good chunk of the story as to why, you know, we're seeing some, some good, good support um, in the spot market here. But I, I think, Mike, there's also something going on uh, domestically here uh, in terms of, of protein disappearance. And a theory would be that, uh, you know, as, as we've all uh, uh, seen and experienced uh, pretty significant uh, wage rate increases over the last year or two, uh, six, seven, eight percent higher wages, you know, for, for an average consumer that's still, you know, living in the same house that they were living in pre-COVID and driving the same Chevy, um, you know, hit their fixed costs haven't changed. The higher interest rates haven't uh, impacted, you know, their, their fixed expenses, um, you know, for, for, for their household. And you couple that with, you know, again, the higher wages, as I mentioned, fixed uh, uh, rate on, 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 uh, on expenses here. And, and then also a desire, I think, for a little bit of the discretionary income, maybe a little more of that discretionary income is going towards um, services and experiences instead of buying goods. And, and uh, I saw some data here recently that, uh, that showed that, that Chinese exports were down 3%. Um, so, so Chinese, the, you know, so the, the China economy is selling less product into the U.S. market, European Union market as well, but with the U.S. market specifically here, that's a, I think, an example of what I'm trying to describe here, right? I, I mm -hmm. think, I think the average consumer is a little less interested in updating his iPhone or buying a flat screen TV, and and maybe a little more interested in in uh, going to a movie or going out to eat or or going on vacation, and that. 
that seems to be um, beneficial to, to, to protein consumption. So, so, um, and, and, and recently this, the relationship between what box beef values have been trading at and what uh, discounted pork values have been trading at is I think it's been favorable, favorable for the pork complex. And so I'm optimistic that that trend can, can continue and, uh, certainly, uh, appreciate and can understand why, uh, the hog market is offering the forward crush opportunities that they are, right? There's some reason to believe that we're on the right side of the cycle and that things can improve as we go forward here. You know, from a risk management perspective, it's worth noting and uh, uh, that, that uh, the type of opportunity that we see today uh, doesn't happen very often. And oftentimes it's easy to kind of, I guess, fall into this trap, Mike, of saying, all of the things that I just said is, is you know, gosh, things are, are finally getting better after a, a, a challenging 15-month uh, period here. And, and uh, there's reasons to believe that, that they can continue to get better. Well, you know, we deal with a futures market, and, and the futures market is training a lot of that good news today and, and, and providing a, a pretty good alternative and, or a pretty good opportunity to, to, to lock up some margins here. So we, you know, encourage everyone to take a, take a serious look at that and, and, and do what makes, sense, uh, what makes sense for your business. And, you know, as I think through that a little bit, I am reminded that uh, um, the, the last time that we had an opportunity like this was just about a year ago, and it, and it sort of, I guess, felt the same way, Mike. It felt like, well, things are just starting to, to, to improve here. Maybe, maybe they'll just get better from there. And we, we know how, how that all turned out a year ago. So, so anyway, um, I think that's, the, that's the, 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 the most important message, no question, to, to send today is, is the, the opportunity that's provided there uh, deserves some serious consideration. Summer hogs, July, August, both over $100. It's been a while since we got to say something like that on this podcast. Absolutely. Yep. It's a good opportunity. No question. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Pat. Thank you. And thank you to all our listeners. Please reach out to us at professionalagmarketing.com. Check out our other podcast as well, Professional Ag Marketing, that's released every Friday. Trading commodity futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. See you next time.